getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hello and welcome into the bottom line. You've got us on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com, a Monday edition. Uh, and depending on your fandom, a big time Monday, victory Monday that is. A uh, lot of wins through a lot of Texas-based fandoms over the weekend. Uh, I won't bring up the Dallas Cowboys because that was not one of them. But how about the Red Raiders? Gets you a big-time road win over in Waco. Texas Tech Soccer gets a big win over a ranked TCU squad. The Rangers win their first two games of the series. The Astros split their first two games of the series. A lot of wins uh, from the state of Texas over the weekend. We're live from the first United Bank studio. You can reach us in two different ways. You can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973. Or you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions from the weekend. Don't forget, take us anywhere with a mobile app brought to you by Happy State Bank. Also streaming live on Fox 34 News Now and on YouTube. Clint Scott, Chris Sneed, Ben Porman. <coughs> Ayo, Sneed. What's up? What is up, my friend? How was the weekend? It's pretty good. Was that a really good game to be a part of Saturday? Yes, um, you did. And, um... Um, knee didn't hurt too bad till player ran into me while my foot was planted. That hmm. that didn't feel great, but uh, I feel good today. Feel good today. That's good. Yeah. How how is the bounce back from the knee? Last week I was I, I was brazen and bold, and I didn't ice or take any of my meds after. This week I was full <laughs> ice yesterday, and it feels really good today. So. Um, but uh, it's good. Good weekend. Um, got uh, my game was at 11 a.m. kickoff, so I was done and got to watch all of Tech. You know, first time I got to watch every inning, every snap of the Tech game, mm-hmm. and uh, it's fun. Good Raiders look good. Rangers look good. Um, other the selected ca- teams lost. <laughs> the Cowboys were in action last night. Were they so, though? Was it, uh, I you know what I, I don't know. I Whoa, I, I watched. You know, um, yeah. You know, um, my wife had to work on a tax return last night, and so uh, we had we had plans to to invite some folks over and watch. And um, my wife says, I, "I've got these tax returns. I got to get done. I don't really have time to entertain tonight." You know, mm-hmm. um, that's what the cowboy said too. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm sitting there, and I I watched the San Francisco. Go down the field, mm-hmm. and I watched the Cowboys go three and out, and I turned it off, mm-hmm. and I just I just flipped it over to the Astros game. I was <laughs> like, I was just, this is this is going to turn out badly. I had built it up in my head just from the last two times you saw them mm-hmm. um, being close games, right, and ugly yeah. games. Um, I I wasn't just completely shocked at the way San Francisco's defense played. I wasn't shocked by that, or, or, or maybe on the other side, how the Cowboys' offense played. Mm-hmm. I was a little surprised, and I know there's been some injuries defensively 
and you could even say in the game, but still, I was surprised how much the 49ers handled the Cowboys' defense. Well, that's the thing. The, the Cowboys' defense is as much responsible for their big victories as their offense, and, and in some instances, you'd probably even say more so. Yeah. Pick sixes and scooping scores and special team scores and things like that. The offense hasn't been super prolific. In no. fact, the only thing about the offense of the Cowboys right now that you can really say is that Dak's only got one interception. Is that still the case? I didn't watch the game. No, no, he threw, he threw, he threw three. Okay, so now he's got four now. Four. Okay, so congratulations, Dak. <laughs> you now, know, so, so here's the thing, and this is what you're going to run into, um, to what you're saying, is that like you have a game last night where one, you know, you're up against one of the best uh, rush defenses with the 49ers. Mm-hmm. That was like 60 something yards average for teams heading in. Mm-hmm. No different from you last year. I think you were 57 yards total on mm-hmm. the ground. So that's not going to help out the pass. And then on a night where your defense, I mean, is honestly just flattened by San Could, Francisco. Couldn't get off the field first you, drive. You you have a game where you are asking Dak Prescott to go get you a win. You're saying you and the pass game have to go get you a win. Now, he was under duress all night, mm-hmm. but still looked bad doing it. Remember your um, offensive it, line you, that everyone was so excited that this, this projected offensive line, first time ever playing together? Mm-hmm. I mean... The three downs I saw of it, I was like, this is not going to be good for the Cowboys. I think it was like like the real, I don't know, I guess maybe your silver lining is, oh, well, this is a wake-up call where, where you saw through the Cowboys early in your season how far you have to go if you do have those Super Bowl aspirations. I'm looking at it as you saw what the cap is, dude. Like you, because you know, you know if you have that that goal still and, and trying to be realistic with it, from a fan, from a coach, from a player, from anyone in the organization, you looked the bear in the eyes last night, and you know who you have to go through and most likely where you would be going through again, and it did not go well. Because I think in the NFC, the Super Bowl route goes through San Francisco. We'll see about Philadelphia. But as of now, as of now, head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah, um, there's, there's the 49ers, and, you know, there's a big gap. You know, just way up here. You do like the, the George Bush. Say, way up here, you got the 49ers. And way down here, you got the Cowboys. And in between, you got a space. There's a space. Turn on the side, still there. <laughs> Flip it upside down, still space. Yeah. It's gap. Right. It, it gap. Is, and, and, I mean, look, it, it, it's the 49ers are going to do that to a lot of people, but you weren't supposed to be uh, part of a lot of people. Yeah. You weren't supposed but to be in what? that group. But you know what? They haven't been doing that to a lot of people, and they did it to you. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was personal last night. And I, is you know what? Can we talk about the Ra- Red Raiders? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I want to make one uh, yeah. one more thought. That game last night was like the full game extent of the final play in last year's playoff, where you had oh. Zeke snapping the ball and you just got ran over. Yeah. That was that was just the entire game. That was kind of like the what are we doing here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, can can you run that back? Here? Wait, Zeke snapping the ball. <laughs> Speaking of that, did did any of either of you guys see yesterday in the CFL? The CF well, uh, the CFL had an onside punt. No. Uh, does- this will be my rules of the game for next week. By the way, just just preview. I had that sent to me by a friend of mine. Onside punt. This is a complete ignorant question, but that's that's just a CFL thing, right? Uh, technically, you actually can do it in the NFL too. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna do some research on it. Okay. And uh, that's a is a rules of the game coming up. I'm very interested by yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, you can hit us up there as well. Listen, it's not rocket science. Cowboys pay their quarterback forty-five to fifty million per year. 49ers pay their quarterback one million per year. It's just life, and the one million quarterback is far better than the forty-five to fifty million dollar quarterback. I have no argument over here. You're paying that quarterback one million dollars now. Do you think Brock Purdy is going to get paid um, one million dollars when his rookie contract runs out? No, he's exactly. not. Exactly, and then not. and then they'll be in the same salary cap jail that the Cowboys are in. It is they they they're lucky like the Cowboys were lucky when they had a fourth round draft pick in Dallas, and all of a sudden you could pay Zeke and you could pay Amari Cooper, and then mm-hmm. it, and Dak outplayed his contract. Brock Purdy is way outplaying his contract right now. If you think that he's going to remain a $1 million quarterback, you know, his first contract's what, four or five years? When that contract runs out, now they, they got three or more years of this, but when that contract runs out, Brock mm-hmm. Purdy is, I, I can guarantee you few things in life. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you this. He won't be making $1 million a year after that second contract. But for the, I mean, for the next year or two, though, I mean, it, it the, the statement's accurate. Yeah. I mean, that is a the, huge the, asset a to huge have right asset. now. Huge Absolutely. asset to have right now. Not banging their texture. No, I know. Uh, it's the bottom line on 100.7, the score. Red Raider football when we come back. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7, the score. Welcome back to a Monday edition of the Bottom Line. You've got us on 100.7, the score, and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott, Chris Snee, Ben Foreman behind the glass. Uh, we're live from the first United Bank studio. We'll have a play of the day in 15 minutes and 30 minutes. A Monday edition of Kaylee's Dailies will also get you mm. a secret word. Sneed, a secret word. A chance mm. to win $10,000. You could be that uh, lucky local listener. Again, we'll do that at 1245. Red Raiders walk out uh, of Waco ultimately a, a pretty dominant performance on both sides of the ball. Um, what what was your favorite part of the win? I, I liked seeing the defense, especially Steve Linton, really show out in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was – I thought it was uh, – I, I, I want to give uh, Hacks some credit on this. He said that they had – no, it was a Hacks or – or uh, choice when they said they had a team picture at the quarterback <laughs> about three or four times. <laughs> so I'll meet you at the quarterback. We'll take a team picture. And it, but uh, that, I I love the pressure they got on them. Um, these guys are. I don't know how much that was. Our D line versus their O line. I mean, we I know Baylor's O line is probably the second worst we've seen this season behind Tarleton. Um, but I mean, we didn't get that many sacks against Tarleton. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, uh, those are those are real Division One guys. Um, and I think that there might have been a little bit of uh, of uh, hey, you guys said some things about Tech and the fan base here last year that I don't know that they worried about so much about the fan base as they were about what they said about Tech and. It's not being the team that they thought we were, you know. So I think there were some guys who took that game personally, and mm-hmm. I'm glad they did. Well, you've seen a, a two-game bounce back from a nightmare in Morgantown, which mm-hmm. turning out that West Virginia is better than we thought, but I still label that game as a nightmare. It is a nightmare because um, at the end of the day, 
if you played the way you were capable of playing, you win that game fairly comfortably, even mm-hmm. with them being better than they expected. Wyoming's better than we expected. Who uh, had a huge win, too. Yeah. Uh, if you, I mean, not that I have been just keeping up to date with Wyoming, but you take a look at what they've done. And, again, I mean, that that, that should give you no comfort from starting no. the year off with a loss. No. But, but Wyoming's legit. They're by legit. Way, by the way. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I thought we'd be 4-2 and two right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're 3-3. Three and three. We have one loss I didn't I didn't account for. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, yeah, I thought we'd beat Wyoming. I thought we'd lose to Oregon. I thought we'd beat uh, um, West Virginia and Houston and Tarleton, but lose to Baylor. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this this conference this season is is proving to be a, a much different season than any of us expected. And ultimately, as as cattywampus as as this all started out, mm-hmm. you're only one game off a of schedule, really, than where most people thought we would be at this point. I mean, because in your heart of hearts, if you thought we were going to be six and zero right now, I want some of the stuff you're smoking, because I mean that would have included a win over a, a top fifteen team, uh, which yeah, you could have got, mm-hmm. you could have got, but I, don't know, I mean, you weren't you weren't likely to get that game. I think the the biggest thing, I mean, there were several great things to take away from your the, the road game you've been trying to get. Where yeah, you had the road win against Iowa State, and you had to you know just do everything with claws and nails to win that one last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was one that you went out and I mean just beat up Baylor a, a lot like how they came into your place last year. I mean a similar game. A similar um, game. Minus the turnovers. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it was you You out-physicaled them. Um, and what I think was important to me is you've seen the progression um, where West Virginia won just the, the, the offense. Well, you can just label it as flat. But also you weren't doing anything to the best of your ability or what you do well and the assets that you do have on your team. You did that against Houston, right? Mm-hmm. And that's saying, hey, you, you found a way to use the run game and then have the, the, the passing attack and Baron Morton being something you build off of the run game. And then you continue to do that against Baylor, who was going to give you that opportunity because that defensive line has not been very good for the Bears this year. They've give up a, given up a ton on the ground, and you came out and attacked that. And on the other side, defensively, you've just you, you, you've played really well this year. That was some of your best football still on that side of the ball. I mean, just choked out the life of Baylor, and yeah. you needed to. Yeah, and you know, I mean, we we made the adjustment on on the in the offense. Hey, if Taj is going to be the guy, hey man, let it eat, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep feeding him, man. Let it eat. I mean, I think that we have we had gotten ourselves so conditioned to if the quarterback didn't throw for four fifty today, what's wrong with the offense? Yeah, you know. Hey, man, at the end of the day, I don't care if that guy throws for 600 yards or 200 yards or 100 yards. I care, do I have more points in my column than those guys have in their column? Mm-hmm. That's all I really care about. I don't care how you get there. I mean, because you know what? If you win 12 games by one point, you know what you're doing? Playing for a national championship. I don't care how pretty mm-hmm. it looks. Ask TCU. Ask TCU. TCU. TCU played the 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 dog pooers. Game of football last year, and they played the national championship game. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you if you win them all, they're gonna you're gonna be in the conversation. 
So, I mean, we get to this, you know, style points and, oh, you hadn't beat them by enough points. And, boy, I tell you what, you, you beat them, but you looked really bad doing it. I don't care. TCU looked like hammered garbage last year in almost every game. And then they got roasted by Doug George. <laughs> they got taken yeah. straight out behind the woodshed, and they did the one thing that we can't say to you on TV. You know, you got housed, faced, <laughs> smoked, you know, abused. There's one that we can't say on the radio because it was so bad. This was that one. It involves jail. It might have been past that one. It involves jail. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're right because, I mean, for, for Baron Morton, uh, you know, I, I he's a super talented guy. We should be very excited to have him as the Red Raider quarterback and also yeah. what his future is. Yeah. Um, but you haven't ha- had to ask him to, like, you haven't asked him and needed to have him just light up the number standpoint, and he's done exactly what you wanted what you wanted him to do. Yeah. He, I mean, he's taking care of the ball, for one. Yeah. He made one mistake last week yeah. um, where he picks the wrong route there, and then he underthrows it, and then the cornerback just goes up and makes a big play on top of it. Mm-hmm. But he is taking care of the ball. Uh, he's made the throws he's needed to. And you still look, and I mean, a four-touchdown day. That is nothing to scoff at. Yeah. I mean, nothing those, to scoff at. Those just don't drop out of trees. Yeah, and... and um, I like that you used him a little bit, a little bit in the run game. But you're saying, hey, that our our, and you can say Taj Brooks, but the the entire running back room right now um, is one that it's still healthy, the healthy it's been. It was the that way going into Houston. It was that way uh, this week with the Baylor game, and, and you are using it, and you're allowing Taj Brooks look like an All Big Twelve guy. Yeah, which is important. I mean, you're going to win a lot of games that way. Now, yeah. at, at a certain point, you will go to where you, you're going to have to ask Baron Morton to go win a game for you. And I, I think he can. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I, we still have to see more from the receivers. Mm-hmm. But I loved, loved one this year. You have seen the tight ends actually be used. Um, and it started out well, with Jaden York. Week one, he gets a touchdown. And then Mason Tharp is a part of the offense. Tharp goes out. And then Baylor Cup has a, a, a great night. He does. Best night as a Red Raider. And Eakin. Good to see you, kid. Welcome to, yeah. welcome to 2023. Now, Baylor was just like losing him, <laughs> yeah. but doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. I love that. Two catches, one touchdown. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> nice season stats. <laughs> I mean, 50% of the time, catch the touchdown pass. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> but, yeah, so that it's – and that's the thing, too, is with the tight ends – it's been the tight end room as the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've seen that this year because now that Tharp went down, then Cup has a great game. So uh, I, I think that that has been very encouraging to actually see them. And, and, they're, and they're finding new ways to do it too. Yeah. And then also you have a different quarterback that scans the field differently, right? And, and that was something mm-hmm. Tyler Shuck historically just didn't really use the tight end. He didn't use the middle of the field. Right, and I mean, usually it, that's where your tight end is yeah. going. I think I think what you're finding is that this team is starting to find its rhythm across the board offensively and defensively. And it took a little while to settle in to you know what they were able to do. And and maybe they they had a plan to utilize the tight ends more, and Tower just didn't didn't look that way. Mm-hmm. And you know he checked into more runs. Hey, he he, as they said, he was the guy that presented the better option in practice a lot. I mean, I haven't seen the practices. You know, you see what happens. But this team's starting to find its its rhythm a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit more gunslinger mentality. Okay, if that's what works, 
Go with what works, man. Ride the hot hand. Every cliche I can give you. <laughs> it's the bottom line of 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com. Back with more next. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is a Monday edition of the Bottom Line. You've got us on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott, Chris Sneed, Ben Porman. Uh, Captain Sneederoo, mm-hmm. would you say you like, love, or emphatically want to hold on to forever the band Creed? Because obviously there's no hate or dislike there. Oh the baseline for you is clearly like. Uh, tolerate. <laughs> tolerate. Yeah. Man. I, and and you know, and I'm and what? I'm fired up for the Rangers right now. And I I mean, I mean, and hey, you know, yeah, I, I got off the bandwagon here at the end of the season, and then I got right back on. In fact, I kicked the driver out, and I'm driving the bus now. Right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> okay, but I was I was just kind of like flabbergasted, and I got a little melancholy when I found out that there, you know, all these teams jump on a song, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, as we heard in the previous show, Texas Tech jumped on the same song during their then their run to the World Series. The uh, this is Creed, you know, like so now it's, well, it's, it's way better than Baby Shark for the Nats a couple of years ago. Oh God! See, now you're gonna hear that being played forever, forever. The no, in the ballpark, it's that now you know <laughs> at at least some point in time during the during the game on Tuesday. The crowd's gonna break it up. Can you take me higher? Oh man, I love it oh. so much. So yeah. So if you haven't seen this, I think Jared Sandler was the one who originally <laughs> broke this as in like breaking news. Uh, and I, I think Andrew Heaney had told him like, "Hey, like through the second half of the te- uh, of the season, it mm-hmm. was up and down, uh, and then we just started having fun uh, playing Creed before games." And then at Globe Life, I think he likes it Tuesday or Wednesday specifically. Uh, if the fans were belting out that song, like, hey, it would fire us up. And they have broke that news and mm. fully embraced it. So, you know, if you're a Rangers fan, I hope you're also a Creed fan. And maybe this will turn you into a Creed fan. Let me think about that. No. Uh, you know who wait has... A second, wait a second. No. You know who also has embraced it? Who? Uh, let's get in our play of the day, shall we? Mm. It's only the top of the third. Rangers are leading here 5-2. to two. The 3-1. Swing and a high fly ball. Deep out into left field. Hayes going back. Mitch Garver, can you take me higher? You most definitely can. A grand slam oh, for boy. Mitch Garver <laughs> to give Texas a 9-2 to lead. Oh, the game, the play, the moment, the call. Oh, Matt Hicks, Lord. bless you. My Lord. Can you take me higher? Oh, Captain Creederoo, what's up? Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is that's gonna that's gonna haunt me. This is gonna I didn't know he did that on the on, on the, the call. On the call. You oh. want to play it again? No. Hey, let's no. One no, more no, time. No, let's no, hear it again. Not. Let's oh, hear it again. Oh, it's only the top of the third. <laughs> God, Rangers are leading here five to two. 
the 3-1. Swing and a high fly ball. Deep out into left field. Hayes going back. Mitch Garver, can you take me higher? You most definitely can. A grand slam for Mitch Garver to give Texas a 9-2 lead. That wasn't spontaneous, so. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, he he had that teed up. First home run. Can you take me higher, Mitch Garver? And I don't care. You know what? I would take the Rangers loaded up Creed Licks. Like, I hope you have a, a, a sack a sack fly and the uh, Matt Hicks, Nadell's up there singing My Sacrifice. My I'll take Sacrifice. It or uh, they, you know, other team just has a huge error. They're under a pop fly the whole way and they drop it and they're singing with arms wide open. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I'll take that. One for oh, the win, gosh. but also so much better. Then the other sports loaded up song lyrics we've been hearing for two weeks driven in our head. Taylor Swift. So what, which one? The Taylor Swift lyrics that have been loaded up for the past two weeks. See, had, this is way better. I had Are successfully I had successfully forgotten about that winch. You know, now I've got to deal with that. Oh man. Where the homes wide open. Uh I hope a lot of people know this about me. I've played it several times on 100.7 the score. Uh the Marlins, which I still I don't understand if if Scott Stapp, maybe they're from Florida, maybe they just paid him for it, maybe he was just like, hey, I'm bored, I'm gonna write this song, but they mm-hmm. have a Marlins will soar, where he's explaining he wrote the, a song, yeah, he's explaining the rules of baseball through the song, and then it's what? like cheering on the Marlins. This was like in 2006, 2007 when the oh Marlins were kind of. Peaking. That's bad. Um, I hope we get a, like a Rangers Scott Stapp song out of it. And he's been in that area. He's been linked to it. We all remember the Thanksgiving show of Creed. One of the best halftime performances of all time. Of all time, Captain Sneederoo. Of was all it, time. Was it though? Yes. I mean. They could do that for every Super Bowl and I would just love it. Year in, year out. Just put it on repeat. See, I think you I think you're now just trolling me at this point. I think you're just absolutely just saying things that you know. I think you guys are trying to endure induce a rant. I think that's what you're trying to do at this point. You're not going to do that. You know what? Next Super Bowl. No. Just no. just that show, but now you have the Super Bowl budget. No. So now suddenly instead of one, there's 800 strange bald gymnastics soaring in like an eagle on the little strap rope things he was flying in on no super bowl budget it's going to be outstanding not going to do that you know you're not gonna you're not gonna i won't be drawn off sides (laughs) no otherwise you'd be six feet from the edge i mean i think it's going to be a great postseason run and i hope that they get to play that song a lot keep playing the creed keep the creed (laughs) I might even get a T-shirt that says "Keep the Creed." Sneed loves Creed. Sneed loves no, Creed. Sneed doesn't love Creed. Sneed loves Creed. As as long as you don't beat me over the head with it, okay. As long as you don't beat me over the head with it, play the song. Whatever, whatever. I mean, and I don't. They're not asking me. I mean, I'm not. I don't get a vote in this. That's what they're doing. It's what they're what they need. <laughs> I wonder. You know, there's this happened at Texas Tech, and this is happening with the Rangers. Do you think there's a Josh Young correlation here? Maybe. I think. I think. Maybe <laughs> you think Josh said, "Hey, you know, we were rocking some Creed when we were made our run to Omaha, and hey, let's try it here, boys." 
mad it's magic it's creed magic it's late 90s early 2000s alt rock magic yeah uh this on the yates flooring center chat line uh refs had an overall rough week in the big 12 how was the sec this week's need anything notable Huh? Was that someone said the referees had a, a rough week? In the Big 12. Oh. I guess they're mostly wondering if there was anything noted I'd, from the SEC. I threw six flags on Sunday or Saturday. Nice. Uh, I did. I am going to take my first incorrect call of the year. From this game? Mm-hmm. Can we know what it was? Uh, I threw a hold. Okay. Probably got fooled a little bit. Mm. Gotcha. It's okay. It's only my second missed call in four seasons. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, this on the chat line, Baylor is over bad team. I am still... Baylor is over. Does, does it mean like... Is are they? Is it like... They're like the Herb, Herb Brooks speech? Their time <laughs> is over. Our time is now. Maybe, and I, I don't I don't think that's incorrect. I mean I'm sick and tired of hearing what a great football team the Baylor Bears are. Screw you you don't you don't take anything by any means away from because the Red Raiders went out and dominated them and, and won that game. But for what Baylor likes to do where there's wanna be a big physical team mm-hmm. that dominates you in the trenches both sides. It's the it's the worst it's been, and a lot of it's youth too, and a lot mm-hmm. of it's young. But r- bottom line is that is the worst that the Baylor offensive line and defensive line has been in Aranda's time mm-hmm. there. Uh, I guess maybe other than his first year, but everything was bad that first year before he had to like rebuild them up from the the uh, <laughs> the rule regime. Get into it, man. Oh, just feel it in your soul. It's the bottom line, one hundred point seven. The score. Back with more next. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is the Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score. Clint Scott Stapp, Captain Creator Rue, Benjamin. Mm, that's not approved. <laughs> no, I wanted to stop you right there, my friend. That is not uh, approved. Uh, Snitterud, Snitterud grew on me. <laughs> Cruderu, I mean, that. No, no. Legit anger. That is Legit no, that's frustration. We're not, we are not going down the Creator Room. Road. You just got to experience. Uh, you can go a little Crouton. You can go James Linston. You can do all that. Says, uh, uh, Damien uh, uh, Lintard, or what do you call him? Or what I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie and Lillard. Jamie and Lillard. Or Jame of Thrones. Him. Yeah, Jame of Thrones. All those things. You can do that. You can say you can say Sneed, Schned, <laughs> Sneeder, and Captain Sneederoo. Those are approved. Okay? You know. Uh, and Jamie gets to call me Sneedly because he signs my paycheck. So other than that, only, the only guy that gets to call me Sneedly is Jamie. Everything else, not approved. You just got to experience Captain, Marlon's Captain Creator Roo? No, no. The Creedster? No. The Creedster? No. Creedly? No. No, no Creedly? No. I, I am not a fan of Creed. If, they're, if they were playing in my backyard right now, I'd turn on the sprinklers. I just Ooh. get them off my lawn. Ooh. Worse in the backyard, NBA yeah. or Creed? Uh, NBA, I wouldn't open the window to watch. These guys, I would actually turn on the sprinklers. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Man. What would you think of Marlins will soar? 
It changed oh your life. Oh my god! Best song. I just heard time. the worst song ever written. <laughs> and there, I mean, I mean Taylor Swift's still out there running around. <laughs> so, did I say that out loud? That wasn't a yeah, thought bubble. Was no, no. <laughs> that was uh, that had sound to it. Uh, all so. right. Hey, quick swerve. We're giving away ten thousand dollars. We're supposed to. Yeah, we should be doing that on October twenty-six. How do you win ten thousand dollars? You ask. Well, all you have to do is listen here on one hundred point seven. The score: ten forty-five, twelve forty-five, and two forty-five. And we'll give away a secret word. You take that secret word. Go to one hundred seven. The score. dot com. Enter it there, uh, and you could be that lucky local listener winner. Uh, would love it if a bottom line listener was the winner of that cash prize. I demand it. I demand it as well. Uh, we've teamed up with the Home Zone, making your house a home. The Home Zone. To do so. Uh, your secret word here, October 9th, 1245. Giants. He got this? Giants. He got this? Gigantes. Giants. Go take uh, Giants. Enter it mm-hmm. on 107score.com and hopefully you win. All right, now time for a Monday edition of Kaylee's Dailies. <laughs> Hey, can I uh, can I suggest? Because Kayla, I know you're listening, uh, or this will at least get to you. I would love to hear uh, a fact about Marlins. Now, by the way, there we go. Floor's yours. Sorry. Clint. Yes, sir. Ben. You know what today is? Monday. Columbus Day. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't cross my mind mm. once. Uh, Columbus. <laughs> Columbus, America's, uh, you know, wrong way, dude. Um, uh-huh. he, uh, he's he got an interesting connection to one of our favorite marine mammals. Do you know which one that is? The manatee. That's right, the manatee. Oh, what a guess. That's I just right. guessed from the ocean. Yes. The fabled uh, manatee, this, 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 it's fabled that Columbus, while traveling to on the Santa Maria, uh, not the Pinto. The, the Nina, know. the Pinto, the Santa, Santa Maria. Maria. <laughs> he thought he saw mermaids on the bow of his ship. Oh. Yeah. He must have been high. He must have been high. Uh, and he had a type. These mermaids were described as having a face like a man. Which turned out to be manatees. He saw manatees. Yes. Manatees are extremely large, growing an average of 10 feet long and weighing up to? Uh, 1,000 pounds. 1,200 pounds. 12, oh, and these close. manatees are herbivores. Uh, and uh, they're, they're herbivorous animals. Means they eat seagrass and kelp. Kelp's terrible. Seagrass, wheat straight. Yeah. Uh, these gentle giants are also known for their slow and sedentary lifestyles. You'll often see Wait, them. Wait, did you say kelp is terrible? How much kelp are you eating? None. I eat a lot of kale. Oh. <laughs> I realized that's the I said that. <laughs> Wait, that took, it took me a second. I'm sure you <laughs> could probably eat kelp if you wanted to. Yeah, I'm not eating really seagrass. For it. I'm not eating seagrass. But it's like one of those. It's <laughs> you like, said it so it's like, strongly. Like kelp is, yeah. The 12 times I've had kelp in my life is no. horrible. Kelp Just is probably awful. like corn. When did I eat corn? <laughs> You'll often see a, a manatee resting at the top of a water sur- surface with their backs and their face poking out so that they can breathe. Oh. Manatees are also being uh, such laid-back animals, they'll often have large algae blooms growing, growing on their back. Ah, oh. that seems 
The manatee. Not very hygienic. I know. That's kind of wolf. Wolf. Uh, This on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, Captain Creedaroo, LOL, LOL, LOL. No. Uh, Captain Sneedaroo wasn't approved until it grew on you, Chris. Maybe you need to let God's new name for you age some. No. No. Uh, Tyler said, what about Dr. Referoo? Dr. Referoo. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can call me the official official if you want. That's about it. Those are close. Pretty much no. the same thing. The Referoo? Yeah. Uh, oh, he's like that uh, John Higgins at the Rooferees. Because <laughs> he, <laughs> he owns a roofing company. He's so the Rooferees. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty clever. Uh, Bobby Hot Dog said, Snee, did you see where that player got knocked down by that brick blank house of a ref? Uh, would one expect a similar result if a player ran into you? Yeah, I think that was the Army game. It was awesome. He wasn't like the ref was just looking out for himself. And he didn't even like throw a shoulder. Mm-hmm. But like the quarterback, it was like a, I don't know, like a 10-yard gain. He's there about midfield and like just kind of shoots to the right. and the just Army run, quarterback? Run, like, like, yeah, and just like runs into you him and daily? just goes straight down. I mean, just falls straight down. Daly from Abernathy? That's the Army quarterback. Mm, I guess so. Then, yeah. yeah. I just saw the highlight from the game. Yeah. Uh, and him <laughs> go ref down to turf. Ref went to the turf? No, the player. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Mm-hmm. Sneed, why hate the band Creed? Great band. It's just not my vibe, man. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't hate them. Just don't love them. As always, two two sides to every coin. Only thing worse than Creed is sports officials. <laughs> Opinions vary, man. You know what? Sports officials. People like to bag out of sports officials until they need one, until they need a call. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like cops. No one likes the cops until they need one. And everyone wants, you know, everyone wants, uh, everyone wants to hate the officials until we call back a touchdown uh, that was scored against you. That is an interesting analogy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, this on the Ace Flooring Center chat line. I loved how Morton went up and played defender uh, in that batted ball while the Baylor guy was uh, talking some old line guys. Uh, go and protect Morton. That was a great play. I'm but what? I the, remember the play, but I'm trying. Maybe I don't remember it the way. I don't. I didn't remember like the Baylor guy talking. I but the the play that he does where he goes up and bats it, and pretty much it's like volleyball set right above yeah. his head. Yeah. Yeah, I loved that play too. It was good awareness from him. Quarterback to defensive back on his own throw. Uh, Baylor tackle number 53 got straight up abused by our defensive end. His film study is going to be brutal. Yeah, they spent a lot of time in the backfield past him. He didn't have have a good day. You know, like. Do a lot of lookout blocks. What was really impressive from Linton is it felt like, you know, I mean, he, he did some. He used his hands well and was able to get the offensive lineman off of him. But those were like power rushes after power rushes yeah. after power rushes. And that, 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 that's the lesson we were promised. Yeah. That uh, number 53, he doesn't have good feet. And that's what, you know, when we're looking for guys, he does not have good feet at all. Mm-hmm. His feet, he is immediately in trouble from the from the get-go. And that's the problem with guys like that is that they, they make, officiating shops hard because they're always in trouble and they're always reaching and grabbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this 
on the Ace Flores in a chat line from Raiders Dad. It's more popular, Creed or Nickelback. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Red China and Russia in the same room together today. Um, I'm not sure. I, it's, I, like I said, I don't hate either of them. They're just not my vibe. I think if and, – and my, not my preferred of the two because my preferred is Creed. I think Nickelback's more popular. Because I think they've I, had some staying power. I don't know whether you like them or dislike them. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I know you really want to deep dive on this conversation. I, yeah, I, I need that. I I was I'm preparing for a colonoscopy later, so you want to? Oh, hopefully the doctor <laughs> no, afterwards no, isn't like, just, look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually not, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm kind of giving you the analogy of talking about Creed versus Nickelback. Is <laughs> also be talking about me preparing for my colonoscopy. So. Mm-hmm. The two things are mutually exclusive, by the way. The x-ray didn't make Sneed laugh. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Welcome back to the Bottom Line. Go to 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott, Jamie Lent, Ben Foreman. Jamie, Ben, well... Brennan was here picking games, so Ben, once again, will be the representative from the country of BPE. Jamie will represent himself, and I will represent myself. We picked games on Friday. I feel like I didn't represent myself very well. This, uh... Yeah, good. This was a competitive week. This was a very competitive week. I'm still looking for my first win. I've had a lot of seconds which has not helped me in the long run, in the long scheme of things. Uh, you and Brennan have started to go back and forth. You started off red hot, uh, and then Brennan kind of bounced back and picked up a couple of wins and got rolling. Uh, I'm still looking for my first one. I'm coming off of my worst week, <laughs> maybe since the start and invention of picking games on radio shows. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We started on the high school football ranks. We all took friendship. As they took on Midland Legacy, this was an incredible game. Not the outcome the Tigers wanted, though. None of us will pick up a point here. Legacy won 63-56. to That is uh, as shootout-ish as a shootout can get. That's a lot of scoring. That's a lot of points. Goodness gracious. Uh, so no points there. Then we went Cooper versus Amarillo. Uh, the Pirates and the Sandys. You and I took Cooper. We were Team Pirate. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Brennan said, no way all day, Amarillo. We pick up a point. Cooper dominated in this game, 49-14. to 14. Really just took a really great first half performance and then just didn't let up in the second half. So strong start in district play for the Pirates. They have a uh, everything rolling in the right direction. Jamie and I go up one to nothing. We are tied then for Major League Baseball postseason action. We said combined wins between the Texas Rangers and Houston Astros. Uh, could have been anywhere from none to four. You and I said two. Brennan said three. He ties it up. Two wins for the Rangers, one win for the Astros. Uh, so we all have a point as we go to the NFL. Uh, we went Dallas at San Francisco. We all said San Francisco. We all were very much correct. 49ers dominate in this one, 42-10. to 10. Never a chance. I mean, goodness gracious. So we all have two points. Kansas City was at Minnesota. Uh, you and I said Kansas City would win. Brennan did not believe. Mm, and now non-believer. Pa- non-believe. Shun the non-believer, Charlie. Uh, now Patrick Mahomes has beaten every team in the NFL in his young career. First to do that under the age of 30. 
They win 27 nice. to 20. It really was not that great of a game. You had a Travis Kelsey worry there, awkward play as he goes down, but ends up coming back in the second half. Anyways, uh, you and I are up 3-2 to two over Brennan. We go to Big 12 play. We picked this one against the spread. Didn't really matter anyways. Kansas State was an 11.5 point favorite on a Friday night at Oklahoma State. The boys from Stillwater uh, believed in what Brennan said because Brennan picked them. You and I didn't. I did not see that one coming. Goodness gracious. When we say anything can happen in the Big 12, this is a great example of that. The uh, Hokey Pokies win 29-21. to 21. Now we all have three points. A barn burner, Jamie. The barn Whoa. is being burned. Yeah. You could have parked in there. Yeah. <laughs> or put a garage. I mean, uh, a couch. A couch. Like you a could garage. also put a couch. Or you could have put a whole garage in there. The barn has a garage. You put a couch in. Mm-hmm. Barnception. Uh, Oklahoma versus Texas was played for the final time as a Big 12 matchup. What an outstanding football game. Very entertaining. Uh, Oklahoma wins this one 34-30. Uh, last second touchdown after just really piddled away a lead. And then Texas kicks a field goal with about a minute 17 left. And then five plays. Five play drive for Oklahoma. Uh, Made it look easy. Yeah, I mean, that Texas defense that had played pretty well just Mm -hmm. disappeared. Um, Didn't hate it. Although you and I did take Texas. Brennan took Oklahoma. Now it's a 4-3 lead for Bren Bren. UCF was at Kansas. We all took Kansas. The Jayhawks. uh, Made it look easy. Made it look really easy against UCF. The UCF team was a head scratcher. I think they're about to swirl. I think, I I think they, w- whatever was going to happen early in Big Twelve play, they played well against Kansas State. And they I mean, should have beat Baylor. They just fell apart against Baylor, and looks like that that game beat them twice. Yeah. So, Jayhawks went at fifty-one to twenty-two. Yeah. That being said, Kansas may have taken it to them anyway, but it just didn't look like the same team. Yeah. Um, and it just looks like now they're trying to figure out the quarterback spot. Rice Plumley comes back, but doesn't play well, doesn't look as mobile. McLean comes in pretty early in that game. So for the fighting Malzons, things are strange over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless, Let's we hope have... it continues that way. Yeah, yeah, especially for week 11. Yes. Brendan now with a 5-4 to four lead over us. TCU was at Iowa State. Brendan and I said Horn Frogs will... Win all day, every day. I did not day. say go frogs. You said go cyclones, and Jamie Trice over there. The aims is that uh <laughs> one little me and my boy Maddie promo. Said yeah, Iowa State won twenty-seven to fourteen. Four interceptions between three quarterbacks for TCU. Mm. Awesome, mm. incredible. It's now good you, to see TCU being a team that's playing a bunch of quarterbacks. Oh man, yeah. I think Chandler Morris like did the same injury he did in week one, so I don't know what that looks like for him. I don't know. All I know is he went out of that game. Uh, and you have tied it up with your Iowa State pick. Five to four. I'm sitting there by myself with four points. Well, that's sad. Well, it won't be for long. Texas okay, Tech good. is at was at Baylor. One point available. We all took a score. I was the closest with 38 to 27. Texas Tech wins 39 to 14. You took Texas Tech as well, 37 to 33, farther away in the point total. Uh, Baylor Brennan, as they call him now, he picked Baylor to win this game. Mm-hmm. So I have tied it up, <clears throat> five five apiece. That's exciting. We go to the tiebreaker. We said Josh Young hits over the two games. I said five. You had two. Brennan said three. Josh hit three. 
don't tell. Brendan won again. Brendan who? Right, yeah, fired guy Brendan. There you go. Yeah, but you can't be exact on the tie break. If you're exact, you're exempt. Cheating. It's closest to exact without being exact. Cheating. Yeah. Insider trading. Yes. I won't I won't stand for this. Yes. So there you go. There's your results. Uh, Jamie moves to three and three on the just, year. Just don't mention it by Friday. He'll, He'll have forgotten all about it. Yeah. He did listen last Monday yeah. when neither of you were. He won't go to 100.7 score and see, listen to the podcast. You know? yeah. Or mm-hmm. the full show. You can do either. I'm yeah, he won't do it. Mm-hmm. He moves to three and three. You're three and three. I'm 0 and six. Rough, rough season for blind projections for me. Overall, you uh, lead the standings at 34 and 26 on your picks this year. Okay. Brennan is 30 and 30. I am uh, in the negative 26 and 34. Losing record over here for me. Okay. I have to pick things up. Still plenty of time. Still plenty of time. Yeah. So, uh, I'm there you go. bound to go in the tank here any day now. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I need you. Because apparently I need you or Brennan to go to the tank and, like, mm-hmm. not me actually win anything. I just need you guys to start struggling. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that TCU-Iowa State game, that was, again, you see just the score and you think, what in the world? But then you see that TCU had quarterback issues. You understand it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kansas State-Oklahoma State game, I mean, Kansas State just beat themselves over and over again. Um, and... Um, UCF just looks like they're not the same team they were Mm-mm. early on in the season. But um, and that, yeah, well, I thought it was a decently entertaining week in the Big Twelve Conference, and upsets are always fun. Yeah, and like as far as the the Friday night matchup, and and we'll get into this more later today. But you know, Taylor Beatles and I are sitting here for Optimum Game Day Live. You can hear us every road game here in the First United Bank Studio. Um, just looking at that game. Just sitting and looking at like what what Oklahoma State did really well, which is just not really anything so far up to this point. <laughs> that statement has just not been started like that. So they made Kansas State just not look like Kansas State. I mean, turning the ball over, it made Will Howard air it out. Yeah. And I I personally and think he ex- was off big time. I personally think exposed a few things. Sure. Because they completely took the run game away and said, Will Howard, you will beat us. And I think he can, but I don't know if he can do that in the Big 12 consistently. Um, And if, I mean, their kicker was responsible for 17 points. Like, you you win because of those turnovers, but you only score one touchdown in the game for Oklahoma Mm -hmm. State. Five field goals. Could have been six. So, it was just... A head scratcher. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.